Jesse Thomas, a retired healthcare executive previously with the Forward Party, has announced he's running for North Carolina governor as a Republican. So we had another to the list. We still just really have one in Josh Stein on the Democratic side, the governor uh, for the Republican ticket, though. We've got quite a few names. Well, yeah, you know, and it's got, you know, you've got uh, you know, Mark Robinson, uh, former state senator Alan Wells, Wells or Wells, Andy Wells, and then you've got Dale Falwell, our state treasurer. Um, I think that what's important to understand is that, you know, I was asked this today in the news, you're Jesse Thomas, a black American running, so interestingly enough, brings more diversity to the Republican Party in terms of their pool of governor's candidates than right now Josh Stein, the one sole guy right now running, uh, presumptive nominee for the party. Uh, I think it's interesting. Uh, first of all, he came from the Ford Party, which is you know a trend of focusing on unaffiliated independent voters, which is the largest vote bank in North Carolina. Um, it's uh, you know I, I think uh, interesting that uh, you know we talked about ranked choice voting, open primaries, gerrymandering. He's talking about kitchen table issues. You know I, I'm worried about Medicaid expansion. He's a healthcare executive. Spent time running insurance plans. Spent time on Blue Cross Blue Shield where he's involved with the managed care plan. Uh, and he lives in Kerry, but he's running as a moderate Republican. I, I think at the end of the day, it's not going to change the race that big. I still think Mark Robinson is the presumed front runner. I'd never cut Dale Falwell out of anything. He's a hard worker and a, a good state treasurer. I think he's still got a chance. But right now, the pundits are all saying it's Robinson Stein. Um, we'll see. But uh, another, I think, I think it is saying something about the political process, though, Nate. I think people are looking for something different. Right. And, and it could be the very problem we talked about. Why can't we pass a budget? Because people are so entrenched in these safe, gerrymandered seats. When you have a supermajority, you don't have a really a reason to work with the other side, right? But there's people out there that might be socially uh, more liberal or moderate, but fiscally conservative. There are libertarians or people out there that want to have their voices heard right now. I ended with a good point today that money is the mother's milk of politics. And, and, and at the end of the day, you know, if you can't raise $14 billion across $14 billion is what it takes to raise federally in elections. In 2000, it was $1 billion, huh. right? $800 million is what they're going to say the Tom Tillis race in 2026. Uh, $20 million to become governor. I mean, the, a lot of outside money coming in, and I think it's, you know, until that happens, I think it's going to be harder for these parties to get their message out. But obviously— with former Governor McCrory, with U.S. Senator Joe Manchin, with former Ambassador to Russia and China, John Huntsman getting in the no labels. I, I think it's, uh, you know, and now the forward party. You mentioned how Jesse Thomas is definitely would probably align more with the moderates than a lot of the other Republican candidates like a Mark Robinson. But the, the big issue is that you first have to win the primary, which is within the Republican Party. So you, you don't necessarily win. get those people who are unaffiliated, you know, that will vote in the general yeah. election. You don't necessarily get them in the primary, and you got to win that first. You got to win the base, and the party's the extreme party, like you know. So you get the, you know, Democrats tend to go more left uh, to win the nomination. Republicans tend to go more right. Uh, I think a lot of these races are going to be dependent. Before we get to our last issue of the day, on the top of the ticket, whether it's going to be Joseph R. Biden. Uh, President Biden, or is it going to be Donald Trump versus Donald Trump? And will there be Trump fatigue where Republicans don't come out in the general? Joe Biden wins. What's the economy going to do? These races are, let's talk about the attorney general's race. That's a good segue into the AG race. Yeah, Dan Bishop was on my show the other day to talk about uh, him deciding to run for the attorney general. Are you surprised that he's going to, it's technically a downgrade, I suppose, from where he currently is to attorney general? Well, I mean, if I, my dream one day is to serve in the U.S. Congress. I'd love to, and I think that I'm surprised. I mean, if you get to the national level and you're serving the nation, I would find it hard to leave 
the steps of the Capitol personally uh, to come to the AG's office. Yeah, I feel well, like it would be if you were well, done, you would just be, that's my political career. But he's yeah. kind of like going back down. Well, there is more you can do the AG. You're helping the state. He was a state senator, legislator. He was a county commissioner. Uh, he has, um, you know, he's an attorney and a lawyer. And you can do good things for the people of North Carolina, representing the people of North Carolina. As Josh Stein says, every day as the attorney general, he gets up in the morning helping the people of North Carolina. But uh, it, it's, a, it's a tough job. It's a lot of work. It's a grind. Uh, being a congressman, you know, you, you could represent the North Carolina at the national level. I think he's a formidable candidate. I think, you know, he's going to, he's got a lot of these big parties coming in, you know, big packs coming in. I can't remember the name of the one pack that's coming in to support him, but it was a big one. And, um, but I wouldn't count out Tom Murray. I mean, Democrats and Republicans can be friends. I'm a moderate Democrat. Tom Murray was in the council seat that now I hold. They used to call it the Murray seat. I guess it's now the Rouse seat, 12 years. Mm. But, uh, but you know, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, uh, Tom Murray's a pragmatic guy. I think that you know he could raise the money, but if he gets outspent too much, it might be tough. But I would say Bishop's a front runner. Haven't had an attorney general since the 1800s. So I mean, you know, think about it. We had you know Mike Easley, then we had you know Roy Cooper. Uh, you know, Mike Easley was attorney general. Uh, then you had um, even Rufus Edmondson was an attorney general. Then you had uh, you know Josh Stein after Cooper. Yep, a Republican attorney general. I mean, you got a Republican Supreme Court, a Republican Attorney General, a Republican legislator. I mean, uh, boy, things are changing in North Kakalaki. And that would be landmark, especially a, a century with one party holding that position. That's pretty wild. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, uh, we only got a few minutes left for the presidential race, that there, there definitely could be Trump fatigue. That certainly is a term that's thrown around a lot. Today, only a few hours ago, it was announced that a special counsel is going to start looking into Hunter Biden. Is it possible that that whole situation is going to create some Biden fatigue? Well, I'm concerned. I mean, first of all, we the president lost two children, but most recently his best friend, Bo Biden, a few years ago. And I think it's got to be hard for the president mentally to see your own son attacked. Hunter Biden, whatever he did, he is going to be held accountable. But he didn't admit that he had a drug problem. So I feel bad as a parent just to see your own child go through this kind of ordeal. I On top for, of being president. Yeah, yeah, I just pray for the Biden family because, you know, he's lost two children. He's, he still gets emotional talking about his son. Um, and uh, and so, you know, I just hated to get to this point. Uh, Do you I, think that'll impact voters, though? I think it, it, could, it could impact voters in a positive way, sympathy towards Joe Biden. It could hurt him. I don't know. I, I think with Donald Trump, as we said, you know, will he be, as I said yet last week, you know, could he be voted, could he be removed by the 14th Amendment? You know, what if he's campaigning or the president put on trial? How would he be removed from office? The 14th Amendment says you can't really take an oath of office that you're going to defend and protect the Constitution and then be held accountable and found liable for insurrection, even though that happened, the charges were brought after he was in the presidency. If he wins, will he be removed from office? Will there be trunk fatigue? I think a lot of these questions are going to be answered at the polls. I do really believe that if Donald Trump is the nominee, I'll go. I'll put a go, go, go on a limb here to say that I think it's good for Democrats in North Carolina because I think Republicans won't come out as much. Mm-hmm. But that's just my opinion. Maybe he can pull it off as Donald Trump. I mean, you can't ever cut the guy out. Uh, but this 2024 election is going to be, and we didn't have time to talk about Kathy Truitt, but she raised $212,000 to be the state superintendent, which is quite amazing. Mm. And I'm surprised that no Democrats come out. You know, there's a lot of differences about school funding. The Democrats, you know, saying that we have to, we're 48th in school funding, uh, uh, gender in the classroom, these issues. 
lots of partisanship on the educational front, but nobody's stepping up to, to take on Kathy Truitt. And uh, she's raised more money than any state superintendent candidate in history. So. I certainly can't think of any other time that I've uh, at least paid attention to what's going on to where it's been so politically divided for our schools. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I went to a school board meeting in Wake County, and I couldn't believe it. The amount of division on both sides, hard for these school board members right. to get things done. It's, it's uh, seeping into more and more aspects of life. Well, Steve Rao, thank you so much for being in the studio with me again. Go Pack. Uh, Atlantic Tennis Tire Championships. You can just go get your tickets online. Ted Reese is watching, chairman director, pro tennis, world class. These are guys that go to the U.S. Open and play Saturday and Sunday, and it goes on tonight. Finals is on Sunday. Thank you all so much.